Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B+, it's the Grind Time Wrestling Podcast with the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Zalorzano, and on the panel today, we got A-Train, Andy Liner. What up, Chugga Chew? We got Kid Wrestler, Tugboat, True Kissler. What up, Tutu? And Bonesaw, Ryan Rudnick. Oh, yeah. But, where, but where's Jay Breezy? I think he got high and forgot to show up. Yeah, smoking never on my get high right off now. your own supply, you know. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jay Breeze. That's well, which much, much better than someone else's supply. That would just be rude. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Well, Unless you ask first. Well, Jay Breezy isn't, but we're here to talk to you about GTW8, the big payoff, taking place Saturday, July 31st at the GTW Grindhouse, located at 5642 Jason Lee Place, Sarasota, Florida, 34233. And before we get into today's card, we're going to do a little business up front. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore Wrestling and, of course, at JabroniUWrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at JabroniU.Threadless.com. To follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to the big payoff and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at Eventbrite.com or get your tickets at GTWGrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20 and are extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com and at gtwgrindhouse.com tickets subject to change all right let's get in let's get into this card guys because today the card for this event is so big almost every single match on this card is a main event level match and we're we're kicking things off the right way with the bison versus jt mercer now just a month ago at Whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck we're still here. We were still here. Well, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. Last last month and we're still here. Uh, JT JT Mercer walked all over the Bison and just whooped him like no one ever has. Uh, you know, and now that paired with that embarrassing loss that the Bison suffered during his open challenge a battle for the multiverse. Maybe we see some renewed focus from the Bison. Andy, who do you got for this match? Oh man, uh, yeah. Every time I've seen the Bison, he's uh, he's been beasting on somebody, not being beasted. But JT has really come out with a new aggression, and I don't know if Lilith is is doing something on the back end, or you know, I I have no idea what's happening with JT. But he's just he seems more focused, um, more violent. Um, than he has in the past, but man, Bison's such a beast. This is truly uh, going to be a money match. Shout to the big payoff. Um, and uh, oh, I think I'm going to lean Bison here. I think he's going to get his revenge, and Bison's going to come out on top. All right, Tugboat, who you got? Well, you know, anytime there's a hellhound in the lose, you already know who the loser's going to be, or in the ring, you know who the loser's going to be. So give me the bison. This guy, he comes in every every month, heats up the crowd. People are behind him. Uh, you know, I think uh I think 
you know his talent along with his, the uh, the the grindhouse uh, behind him. I think he's going to pull away with this one. Yeah, well, his meat is delicious. Sh- shout out to the big payoff tugboat. Writing checks his ass can't cash. Bosal, <laughs> <laughs> who do you got for this? Who do you got for this match? Uh, you know that you may be watching uh, during Drew's <laughs> in memoriam. <laughs> look i i think i think bison's a tremendous wrestler um a hell of a competitor and and sh- strong as a bison but true true to his name but i saw this match and it wasn't a fluke victory for jt mercer he came in with a plan he dismantled the bison and he took the victory easily handily i don't know why the bison he, he's a prideful man he might want to try to get a second shot to to redeem himself but I'd be afraid stepping back in the ring with JT Mercer after I saw in this matchup last time. I'm, I don't expect Bison to change this this story anytime soon. So JT Mercer is, I think, going to put down Bison again quick. So you think he's going to get tenderized? He's got his number, man. It, he he went to town on the Bison's legs, cut the cut his entire offense out from him, and uh, the, he got one of the easier wins I'd seen all I saw all night. Sometimes it's hard to beat the meat, you know. Yeah, I never I, have a problem. I, I yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you uh, normally there, A Train, uh, but not in this situation. I I think, I I think just with you think bo- it's easy to both, beat the meat. Both of the hellhounds, and especially JT Mercer, uh, they they are both just so damn tired of being cast aside and discounted. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know, it's it's we we've seen this before, and I think we'll see it again. It, it's gonna for me, it's gonna be Mercer on this one as well. Uh, you know, hashtag unless, JT beats the mate. Uh, All right, un- unless the Bison can just pull pull out something really special, but I I don't know. It's when you when you start to have a slump the way that the Bison has, mm-hmm. you 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 know you really you want to take on you want to take on an an easy attainable goal. Get a win under your belt. Yeah, you like start JT feeling, Mercer. <laughs> oh wow! Let yeah, me ask yeah. you this, Daniel. Just like last time, Dan. Uh, do you think the absence of Mr. Black has has hurt uh, Bison? <laughs> I mean, what what do you what are you asking? What are you asking me here? Do I think that the absence of Mr. Black has has hindered the Bison in any sort of way? Well, sure. I mean, I don't see Ty Harris, you know, ha- hanging out and in, in wait. In- what does Ty Harris have to do with anything? <laughs> All right, guys, come on now. Don't don't be silly. Uh, plus, Ty Harris got way bigger fish to fry, as we'll, fi- we'll find that out is true. F- further down the line. Let's let's move on to the next match. We we got Uptown Andy Brown here versus the trust fund kid Blake Banks. Uh, an impressive showing from Banks in uh, Wealth of Wrestling against the Gifted uh, last month, and Andy Brown just a merciless behemoth. Uh, he arguably cost Kenny Bangle the GGW championship during yeah, Bells of the Multiverse. He's an uptown asshole is what he is. <laughs> uh, with, with that apron pile driver. Uh, the the man's a monster. Uh, you you say he's an asshole, Andy. Uh, what, yeah. what Asshole or no, is he winning this match or not? Look, man, last time we were out there when we, we all got abused in different ways, uh, you know, we know what Cody did to Drew. We know what... Um, you know, other asshole Daniel did to you, Daniel. And then this now asshole Daniel. this asshole, Andy, <laughs> like to my face, shot me the bird, flicked me off right in my face. 
just not nice stuff right there from old uptown Andy Brown. But yeah, man, he's, he's up against a beast. Um, I am, I just, for pride reasons, can't take uptown Andy Brown. Give me agent, uh, Cody's cousin, agent Blake Banks. <laughs> All right. Blake Banks money. For, for Andy. And you know, let me, let me just, uh, let me just sidebar here for a second. I think all of you guys are just going to need to develop a uh, tougher skin, much, much like much like Bonesaw, uh, <laughs> or or you're never you're never going to survive in this business. Now, as to it pertains- be fair, you said your neck still hurt on the last telecast. Yeah, that yeah, been but a month. But Daniel Starling doesn't count because he's an inhuman monster. These other guys are just trying to like wrestle to feed their families or for glory or you know for all for all the reasons these guys became professional wrestlers. Or at the top of the or mountain. so Lilith can call them a good dog. <laughs> we all need a little affirmation from time to time. Yeah, I mean you you're you're all best boys to me. Yeah, maybe Lilith, maybe maybe that's maybe that's his love language. Lilith, maybe Cody needs to hear that. Lilith had it right, and <laughs> Mr. Banger, you know, may, maybe instead of paying paying her the fear and respect that she deserves, instead of talking about how how googly eyed you made her tugboat, hey, <laughs> she look, got one look at me and yeah. she tripped and fell. What else do you expect? That's she fair. saw me. She couldn't even stand on her feet anymore. She put her, me in a trance, her knees her got trance. weak yeah. and all right. fell. All right. All right. Let, let's... Other than that, let me tell you about downtown Andy Brown. Because I don't think, much like Daniel, there's only one Daniel that matters. And there's only one Andy that matters, especially oh. in the grindhouse. So downtown Andy Brown, I'm sorry. Walter Wrestling, look, money can't buy everything. But damn, it can put you on the right track, and I I gotta go with Blake Banks here. All right, Blake Banks, good good select bone saw. Who you got in this match? Well, I mean, I was kind of actually I downtown uptown Andy Brown, an unknown quantity to me, and I was okay. kind of leaning towards Blake Banks, trust fund kid, because he kind of he kind of impressed me when I saw him at GTW seven. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit of firecracker packed in some Louis Vuitton right there. But the way I'm hearing you guys that. talk about down to uptown Andy Brown, you guys don't like him that much. He must be fantastic. So I'm going to go with him. Oh, man. You know what Brown could do for me? Make you look like a fool. Piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, in, in the spirit of total neutrality, I got I to gotta go Andy Brown on this one. And, and not Andy Brown has silently been dismantling people. In the background at GTW, um, you know, again, like I like I said, you one could make the argument that he was responsible directly for get getting that belt off of Kenny Bangle. Uh, mm-hmm. I I would imagine if Kenny Bangle the next time he strolls through the grindhouse, he's gonna like he's gonna want to go one on one with Andy Brown to tear him apart. Uh, tall tall order. The guy's a, a monster, and you know Blake Banks is. You know he's Blake Banks. He's 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 a tag team wrestler first off, mm. and you know second of Hell all, of a tag team wrestler. Si- size size disparity. Yeah, don't yeah don't get me wrong. Great great tag technician is Blake Banks, but he's going one on one with a monster like Andy Brown. It's it's Andy mm-hmm. Brown. I to, that's to me it's it's Andy Brown all day. They Sounds do call him Nefarious Big in the streets. 
Okay. I've heard that. I have actually heard that. I, yeah, don't, I, I, t- I tend to not want to just call anything that I may have heard someone calling someone t- to their face. We'll, we'll just, we'll keep it in the streets. Nefarious B.I.G. Uptown Andy Brown versus the trust fund kid Blake Bake should be a good match. Well, uh, let's, let's go on to the, uh, the next match here. And this one's for the number one contendership for the GTW oh, Heavyweight Championship. Undefeated in GTW, Leroy Shogun. Andy's man, Andy Liner's man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Versus big old honkin' Ron Bass Jr. Mm. And Bass, the much larger competitor, he did suffer a loss to champ Jake Sterling last month, and we're still here. Shogun, of course, undefeated in GTW. And things things are, I would say, looking good for Shogun in this match. Andy, uh, what what do you think? Oh, man. Uh, this is actually going to be a hell of a match. Uh, Ron Bass is one mountain of a man. Um, sometimes you look at him and you, and you wonder, how do offensive linemen move that pretty at times? And Ron Bass is like that. Sometimes he surprises me with his athleticism at his size. Um, and he is an absolute monster. But we're talking about the baddest man alive, Leroy Shogun, who has just been on an absolute tear. The guy's just on a roll. The one loss that, you know, he had is basically like John Bones Jones one loss, you know? So, like, it's where it was like a downed elbow, and then people are like, oh, that's a loss, but it wasn't actually a loss. Leroy got low-blowed by Cody, so that should have been a win. Um, So, yeah, man, Leroy, uh, he's the dude. I think he's stepping up. He's going to get that number one contendership. And uh, Leroy versus Jake Sterling is what the people want to see if Jake can get through his opponent later on tonight. But I'm going Leroy. All right. Tugboat, Shogun or Bass? Well, we've seen a lot of both these competitors. Um, Yeah, like Andy said, Bass is, you know, obviously the larger, but also the, you know, the guy can stick and move, you know. Uh, But there is in the ring the baddest man in the world, and that is Leroy Shogun. And I remember we had Mr. Harris on this podcast many months ago, and I told him to just go ahead and buy any house he wants because Leroy Shogun will help that man cash as many checks as he wants because he is the future of this company. So with that being said, I am picking Leroy Shogun. And it doesn't stop there. First stop, Ron Bass. Next stop, championship. Ooh, 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 ooh. Bone, bone saw. Who, who you got for this one? Uh, yeah, Leroy, Leroy Shogun's on a hell of a tear. Um, he's probably one of the most talented men at this company, and probably the most skilled fighter that is in uh, GTW. He's going up against Ron Bass Jr. Legacy, the genetics, a mountain of a man. You know they say you can't teach size, but if you could. Ron Bass Jr. would be Professor Emeritus. Um, and I know sometimes Leroy Shogun, he loves putting on a show. And sometimes I think he's a little more sizzle. He, he gets the sizzle, but he forgets to deliver the steak, get a little distracted. And I think Ron Bass Jr., that's not somebody you can do that against. Now he's going to make him pay. Um, Ron Bass Jr. going to be challenging Jake Sterling soon or whoever Ooh. might have the championship after yeah, this match. Our future number one contender. Ounce. Oh, yeah, so we're so ounce porterhouse for sure. So, so you're you're calling you're calling Sterling Bass too. Yes, I am. Oh wow. man! Oh. 
Well, that that would be that'd be a hell of a matchup. I'd I'd watch it again for sure. I don't think that's gonna happen though. It's do I do I really need to even explain myself? He's the baddest man alive. Trained in five disciplines, mastered mastered two, three according to us. Three. And that's correct. I <laughs> I I don't I don't see Shogun. I don't see Shogun losing this match and specifically why is because of how versatile he is. He's faced men of every size and shape and he is always able to figure out a strategy while he's in the match and adjust on the fly to be able to take on any opponents. It's why he's undefeated. So I'm calling that one for Leroy Shogun. Number one contender. We're going to be seeing Sterling versus Shogun. If you know, if if Sterling can retain, spoiler alert, I probably think he can. We're gonna, we're <laughs> gonna, we're gonna we're gonna keep moving on, and now we're moving on into championship territory. We got the, the ladies. Oh, it's not, it's not the oh. ladies. <laughs> we got the tag team champions, the gifted, answering their open challenge. The Amer- they call themselves the Americans of affluence. Randy Wentworth and Tex McTex. Randy Wentworth, a titan of industry. Tex McTex, a titan of agriculture. The wrestling studs, the wrestling stud suplex McTex is teaming up one time with the white collar, billion dollar, big baller, bougie brawler in Randy Wentworth. Now, this is this is fun because we've seen these uh we've seen these big money team ups before but never but never in this fashion and Randy Wentworth and Tex McTex are two businessmen who are about as diametrically uh opposed but if not equally successful as have ever been and Andy we're going to we're we're going to go to we're going to go to you uh okay. first who who do you have for this match the gifted or the Americans of affluence well first off i have a special guest with me here right now that wants to say a thing or two. Hey guys, it's Tex McTex, and I just got done eating Tex McTexican, and uh, I'm a I'm a rabbit breeder, and that's how I've been making my money. Uh, you haven't wrestled until you wrestled a rabbit, so uh, you know I'm gonna get in there and get the win because uh, the bunny, the bunny over here has got the gun, as they say. Well, thanks. You're Tex. not gonna be. You're not going to be happy till one of these guys puts you in a full body cast, are you? I mean, hey, you heard Tex. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I look, the wrestling ring is essentially a box. Am I correct? Yes. All right. So Wouldn't let's steal. open Without it up. Without a lid, but go ahead. Exactly. Let's open it up and put our gift in a box because the gifted is going to retain the championship belts. Well, okay. Uh, probably safe money for that match. Uh, I would like to place an equally large bet on the uh, match of Tex McTex versus Andy Liner in the back alley after the show. <laughs> Heavy favorites there. <laughs> uh, let's let's keep this moving. Tugboat, who you got for this match? The the newcomers or the champions? Well, I just I I, I picture in my head after the match, right? And 
you know, once the, actually after, even even after the event, you know, I pictured Tex McText McText, uh, you know, in his limousine, just vomiting blood from uh from from the hands of stone and the silver tongue and the man who won't even let him catch his breath, the gifted. Oh, so give dare, me the gifted for the I, retain I, I dare the tag say team it championships. Sounds sound like Tex McTex got a case of the consumption there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it's from, but it's gonna I be a lot of blood. <laughs> it's gonna be in his back of his limousine. Oh, oh hell, I'll just ask. Uh, does Randy Wentworth factor into this equation at all for any of you? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were be there. The Wentworth department stores, right? From back in the day. Yeah, that's that's his family. That's where his money comes from. So, oh, I thought he was the uh, I, I thought he came from the uh, it's my money and I want it now family. <laughs> it's, it's a combination. Oh, OK, OK. Parent company. Yeah. First department stores, then then loan or settlement purchasing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's made of money, but no, he's not gonna factor into this. Oh, is that how we get our big payoff? Oh we call Randy Wentworth. The opinions of the people on this podcast today <laughs> do not necessarily reflect those of the Jabroni U podcasting network. <laughs> Let's move it on over to you, Boatsaw. Maybe you'll actually take this seriously. <laughs> Which what do you tra- mean? <laughs> you got Americans of Affluence are our natural talents for the birthplace of wrestling. I think you guys are selling them a little short if you don't think they're going to come in and give uh, give the gifted a real challenge and a real run for their money here. I, I mean, they're the champions. They're the defending champions for a reason. Uh, they're 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 a hell of a team, um, but I, I expect a strong challenge coming from from Tex McTex and Randy Wentworth. I never said that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, he's just going to be throwing up blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's that such a hard-fought match. Yeah. And oh, okay. from what James told us at the last event, mm-hmm. you can listen to the GTW uh, on Jabroni University Network now, hear the last telecast. Um, but he said he actually upgraded in his hands of platinum now. Yeah, Good. that's that's that is uh, what James said. James says a lot of things while he's high, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it, that's a great upgrade to, to platinum. Tongue of platinum. I just, I, I just worry that the gifted are getting complacent here. They've, they've been the champs for a little bit, so maybe they're not gonna not gonna take this as seriously as they should. It might get caught sleeping. So watch out, watch out for Americans of influence, affluence. All right. Some billionaires waste their money flying to space. Some want to buy their way into the title scene. The point I'm trying to make is eat the rich. God, I, like I'm, I, I, I don't even independent of how good of wrestlers they are. I just want the gifted to win because I'm sick of these rich assholes coming into GTW, flashing their cash around at us. Like, like they can buy everything like they always had for their entire life. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm over it. Get these assholes out of GTW. The you just sound like a hater. Oh, Daniel, you're not taking anybody seriously. Hey, look, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm being neutral. I'm taking, I'm taking the, I'm not going to take it. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, it's, I'm, I, I'm hey, it's text me text. And did somebody say neutered? <laughs> I've been poisoned by my constituents. 
<laughs> oh my god. Call right. me if y'all want to get textual. Alright, does everyone have it out of their system now? Actually, uh, let's just let's go down the panel. We'll do a reverse order. Bonesaw, okay. get it out of your system really quick. Well, what's in my system? I'm, I, I don't understand it. what you people are Tugboat, doing. I'm fine. Tugboat, get it out of your system. <laughs> Andy, get it it's out of seven, your system. cash now! Okay, I'm good. Andy, get it out of your system. Have you ever jerked off a horse? Please oh, get it out of your system. My, oh, my God. All right. Yes? Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> We've got something, something that very well may affect our jobs in the future, so... I advise the panel, tread lightly. Financially stable versus sexy angels for ownership of Titan Comics and by extent of GTW. I, for one, welcome our new overlords, whoever they may be. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, all handsome Dan knows how to change with the times. I'm just going to (laughs) put it to you like that. Regardless of what the outcome of this match is, um, if financially stable win, I am happy to welcome our new owners and am going to comply in any way possible. If the sexy angels win, uh, that will be great because financially stable is horrible and I'm tired of these rich assholes coming into GTW, flashing their cats around, do whatever they want. But I didn't say that if financially stable wins. I just want to be very clear with that. Now, Sexy Angels have hated financially stable for time in memoriam. And in order to get their hands on them, uh, they... uh, Ty, Ty Harris from Titan Comics has agreed to put up ownership of Titan Comics and by extension GTW. Andy, tread lightly, who do you like for this match? Yeah, so... Let me get this straight. If Sexy Angels win, Ty retains Titan Comics. Am I correct here? No, Se- Sexy Angels now own Titan Comics. <laughs> is, is that what's happening here? <laughs> you, you know, this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but could you imagine what it would be like if Sexy Angels owned Titan Comics? <laughs> would, I'd be in there every day. <laughs> I would be in there every day to see Noah in his fishnet uh, mesh tank top. Uh, looking like little Nas out there because gender is, you know, optional, uh, as he likes to say. I think that's what he says. Um, <laughs> all, almost, almost got it. <laughs> optional. <laughs> well, look, man, I am going to go with the dual sexuals. I'm going to go with the dudes that are our former champions and will be our champions once again. These guys really helped put GTW on the map. And look, I just don't want to work for financially stable. Um, so that's why I'm going to take the sexy angels because yeah, I don't want to work for you, Connor. How about that? But if they do win, do you want to work for financially stable? Yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely work for you. And I apologize about everything that I've said up until this point. And uh, just know that it was uh, under the influence of rabbit semen. Sure. You know, there was a time when out of nowhere, there manifested a new WWE champion. And no one mm-hmm. ever saw it coming. But 
the modern day Maharaja from the will of the people materialized and became WWE champion. I guess what I'm saying is gender is a social construct. Let's move it on. To, let's move it on to you, Tugboat. Who you got for this? That match? So true. It was so true. It was a long-winded joke for not a good payoff. Oh, it was a big payoff. Big payoff, baby. Um, July thirty-first. So here's the thing. Either way, well, I don't have. Actually, it's not either way. If financially stable wins, here's how I see things going. We all throw a big party, and we all get the community to chip in money and come down and drink beer and have a good time. And Tommy new Vegas is going to get over his stage fright and sing a song on the roof of Titan comics to save it. And they're going to say, damn the man save Titan comics. And then Ty's just going to buy his shop from back from him real cheap. Cause they don't want to deal with the headaches of all these, these ruffians <laughs> coming about Titan comics. We talk and about that's her? what's going to happen. We got that being said, none of that's going to fucking matter because the sexy angels are taking home everything. I think financially stable forever relinquishes their rights to challenge the sexy angels. So I, I swear there's, there's something, there's something at stake here. The reason that I don't know, and keep in mind, listeners, uh, we're on top of things. It's hmm. hard to, retain a lot of what is going on when you watch a man staple money to another man's body. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain that financially stable have also put in something of equal state at, 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 uh, up, up for grabs. Otherwise this makes no sense for, for Ty Harris to uh, put up uh, Titan comics for this boats. who do you got for this match? I mean, financial stable's gotten off. They've had a little rough go of it lately. I still think they're tremendous talents, but this is their home court, a hostile takeover. This is the this is what they've been born for. This is what they've been training for, in addition to fighting. But this is this is their home turf. Um, but the way it's actually going to play out, a little different than what you guys were saying. So, darling Daniel Starling is going to cash in his multiversal title. To come in for a surprise oh. win and become the new CEO oh, of Titan God. Comics, taking oh, the jewel from the Ty Harris portfolio. That. You son of a bitch! Why would you put? Why would you put that bad juju out into the air like that? Oh, it's oh. hey, why Daniel, are, why call we, us. Why do we even allow you on the panel? If if that is true, Daniel, uh, again, we apologize for everything that we have said. Um, we'd like to make it up to you, so um, you know. Just, just, just in case, just in case. I hope, I hope handsome Dan enjoys being banned from Titan comics forever. Well, that's not going to happen. Bonesaw. And let me tell you why, because I, for one, welcome my new overlord, darling, Daniel Starling. He is, uh, you know, should, should he become the owner of, uh, Titan comics? And by extent, GTW, I will, uh, for forever, uh, forsake everything that I ever said bad about. As a matter of fact, I challenge anyone to prove that I ever said anything bad about Darling Daniel Starling. Would you when say the wind that blows, he's... let it not be said that you did not also blow. 
<laughs> Would you say that he's the best Daniel of all time? If he's my boss, absolutely. I'll 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 say it and do a fucking backflip and calculus. What just whatever whatever he wants, whatever he wants is is what he gets. If he's if he's the boss, but you yeah. know that 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 means he has to. That that means financially stable has to win this match, and then he has to cash in to take that over from them. So I, I don't think it's on the table to cash in for for that. Well, who is his partner? Old Samuel C, right? I I don't know a- anyone. We're, we're we're getting off we're getting off track here. Bottom line is, uh, sexy angels are winning this one. Unless financially stable does, in which case financially stable is winning this one, and uh, we welcome our new overlords here at the Jabroni U Network, uh, and also if Darling Daniel Starling cashes in his ch- his uh, championship belt, then we welcome him as well. Now let's move on to the uh, next match. We've got the aforementioned Darling Daniel Starling versus True Tramp Andres Reyes. First, Merrick Donovan, and this is for the multiversal multiversal championship, which won't be up for grabs if Starling cashes in, becomes the uh, new owner. Owner, so he can't lose it if he ain't got it. <laughs> exactly. Genius, God, he's so three D chess, man. Well, always thinking two steps ahead. Well, yeah, because then if he cashed in, he's still in the match, and that just means the championship is vacant, which means he very well could end up could being owner of back. PTW and oh, yeah, still the multiversal champion. Wow, dude, that guy is brilliant. Which he's so which, brilliant. Which yeah. I, which I, I can't will, believe he thought of this idea. Which what a genius he is. I will absolutely love it if that happens. But if that if, if that doesn't happen, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 discuss that here uh, presently. Donovan uh, went to war last month with Leroy Shogun at We're Still Here. He took an L there. Andres Reyes has been away from the grindhouse since All Heart No Soul in February. He, too, has also suffered a loss to who other than Leroy Shogun. Mm. And Daniel Starling has been drinking the blood of virgins in order to fulfill the pact with Satan that he made for eternal youth. So, mm. Andy, blood. Who, who, do you, who do you have for this match? He looks good for an 85-year-old. Yeah, he does. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Um... I love I that, that Daniel Starling has the plan in place um, to get Titan Comics, get the Multiverse Championship, and then cash it in for his Women's Championship again. Brilliant. So brilliant. Um, so this is the type of match that, that I will say Daniel Starling shines in. Why? Because there's three people or more, right? This is the type of match where he can kind of hide away so we can't we can't discount that. Uh, True champ has those hands, but he really focuses in on somebody when he when he's wrestling. So um, I think it's going to be hard for him to get this championship because uh, he focuses in on one person, and that's just how he's how he does things. Sir Merrick brought everyone back in time at the last event, and we all felt it. And 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 really, you know. Uh, he, he was just up against, you know, somebody that we believe might be the logo of GTW, the Jerry West of GTW, right? And Leroy mm-hmm. Shogun. So uh, I hate to say this, but I actually think Darling Daniel Starling is going to retain. Man, it feels weird to say that. Ugh. 
That's, Tug- that's some quality analysis, Andy. Uh, t- Tugboat, who you got for this match? Well, yeah, I was <clears throat> I was just gonna say that, <clears throat> um, you know, we all know from the, the, there's a great quote in The Dark Knight Rises where he says, you know, where Bane says, <clears throat> "I was I was born in the dark, where you nearly adapt or merely adapted to it." Do it in the Bane voice. No. Um, <laughs> do it in the Bane will, voice. I would, but I have to go get my mask to do it. <laughs> do it in um, the Bane voice. um so i was gonna say like you know he's um reyes has those hands that will send you back in time like he'll hit you so hard but merrick donovan's already there so like it it does nothing to him you know what i mean so he's kind of impervious and then we all know daniel who is the great daniel um daniel the great uh (laughs) He's I am great. He he's go he like like Andy said, you know, he's gonna he's gonna lay low. He's gonna let these two feed or you know, go at each other. Using the opportunities he has there to uh, you know, okay, oh this guy's got a little top on him. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and sneak in and get away with the with the with the belt once again and hold what that year the, do the you multiverse think the, championship. Drew, let me ask you, what year yeah. do you think they're gonna finish in if uh, he's knocking him back in time and then mm-hmm. Daniel Starling kind of rides the telephone booth, Bill and Ted style to go back with them. What year is this match going to end? Well, let's just go with 1941. Mm, good year. Yeah. Good year. I mean, our favorite octogenarian would be, would have been five years old at that time. So let's, uh, let's go with that. Yeah, born in like born in 1936. Maybe wouldn't agree that 1941 was a great year. Mm, yeah, I think there were some some issues at the time. There were some uh, concerns. Hey, and I'm none of which to... was Daniel's fault. That's true. You, that can't be proven. That cannot be proven. <laughs> I am excited to hear you guys go back in time to your 1941 voices, as you call this match. <laughs> There's only one voice that I'll affect in order to discuss this match any further. You want to hear that? Go to the jabroniu.com April Fool's Takeover Day. Uh, what a what a fun what a fun day that was. Give it a go. Give the old flow and tell a listen. All right, all right, boats. All, who who do you got for this match? I for once I don't have much to add because these two gentlemen have have proven quite insightful on this uh yeah true true champ probably better going toe-to-toe against somebody this match tailor made for someone like darling daniel starling craft crafty um gonna use it use the opportunities to his advantage I, although don't i couldn't be more impressed with sir merrick donovan in his last match no one no one can look more like a winner in a loss like he did um you know like i ha- happened to go up against a buzzsaw in leroy shogun yeah and i've i think i think if the like you said if this were one-on-one it would be, you know, it would be a much better match for Merrick and the true champ, but, and Merrick, mm-hmm. I think would do it. Cause Merrick, I've been impressed every time we've seen him, uh, absolutely twice against Shogun, uh, once to a draw. Um, and we've seen him before, I believe he even won a battle Royal. Is that right? That is, that correct. is correct. Yeah. Yes. Like, um, yeah, I mean, he's just impressive every single out and mm-hmm. he's getting there. So, but I mean, Daniel's I mean it's a three man match so that that uh yeah, this the slippery is the kind of devil he's going to thrive in. Yeah. 
Uh, does an immortal right. being who other Daniel packed with Satan count as a man? I don't know. Look, I can't. How can I go against virgin blood and Satan packs on top of all the other wonderful things you guys said? It's yeah, the best and, kind of blood. And that sort of, you know, that sort of brings me to to my prediction, which is. I, I would. It's it's going to be yeah. starling. It's going to be starling because he he exists to suck the joy out of my life. I didn't hmm. ask for this. I just, I just, I got into this business to call wrestling matches and just enjoy good old fashioned technical acumen and brawlers of every size pounding on each other and the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I, I didn't, I didn't, this is not what I signed up for, but yeah, it's going to be starling. Hmm. Yes. Come on, let's move on to the next match. God damn it. The next match is for the vacant GTW Women's Championship. Mm. And man, this is going to be a hell of a triple threat match. We got newcomers to the Grindhouse. Lexi Gomez, Emily Locke, and returning to the Grindhouse once again, Kelsey Reagan. And now this match is going to be an absolute clash of styles. You got the powerhouse in Lexi Gomez. You got the technician in Emily Locke. And in Kelsey Reagan, you have the viciousness. A-Train, who do you like for this one? Man, this is going to be a barn burner. Well, but but before you get into it, I also have to say, this is Ernest Mack III's choice cut. Oh, that's a, that's a, this is a great choice cut, Emac. Um, you know, she, like you said, uh, she's a lock for being a technician. Uh, she's, she's fantastic, has won over many fans with her style. Um, and then you got a powerhouse in Lexi. Uh, but for me, um, I have seen Kelsey Reagan in action in the grindhouse before. And there is something to uh, having experienced the grindhouse and and feeling the energy within that 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 comes. So I think that Kelsey Reagan, like you said, she's very vicious. She understands what she's up against. I think she's ready to take that title. So I'm going to say Kelsey Reagan for the W here. All right, uh, tugboat. Who do you like for the? Triple threat match for the women's world championship. Um, well, assuming this doesn't become a four way uh, with our champion, our DIY or our uh, multiverse champion, I gotta go with. I'm gonna go Lexi Gomez. Um, <clears throat> just the pure power of her. I think. Uh, you know, I I just think she's going to do so much damage in just a little bit of time. You know what I mean? Like. Her move, like she's economical, like it just she doesn't have to do a whole lot to put a lot of hurt on you, and that's where I think uh, it's the, her her uh, her wrestling style will really uh, push her to the front of this match. So give me Lexi Gomez. All right, Bone. got some Jordan Grace to her game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bone saw who you got? Kelsey Grammer would normally Kelsey Grammer Kelsey Reagan normally would be a great pick. Kelsey Grammer's a fantastic pick. He's the beast, baby. Kelsey Reagan would normally be a great pick in uh, in any match for vacant for the vacant women's championship. 
But again, uh, someone with, with a technical proficiency that she usually displays doesn't, you don't get to, you don't get the room to breathe to, to let that skill set shine and truly take advantage of that in a situation like this with two other competitors who are going to be gunning to break down your, break your style and break your pace. Um, Emily Locke, maybe spend a little bit too much time paying attention to her Instagram profile. Lexi, mm. Lexi Gomez is just here to hurt people. And I think she's going to be taking both these ladies down. Okay. Inter- interesting choice there. I do have to disagree with you uh, a little bit. I I feel like this is an environment where where a technician can shine, and these uh, someone like Emily Locke, those wheels are are going to be turning, and they're uh, she's going to be the one best suited to snatch a victory in the chaos of of a triple threat match. Uh, you're, you're going to, I think you're going to see a lot of Emily Locke capitalizing on situations created by the other two competitors. And ultimately I think that's going to, I think that's going to result in her capitalizing and becoming the new GTW women's champion. Give me Emily Locke. And that's, and that's a stone cold lock of the century of the week from your boy, handsome Dan borrowed from perfect with your background too. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're moving we're we're moving on to the main event, the GTW World's Heavyweight Champion, Jake Sterling, the inevitable one, mm. versus newcomer to the Grindhouse, D'Lo Jordan. Uh, uh, D'Lo Jordan's first time in the Grindhouse, and uh, J- Jake Sterling as uh, has defended his title most vigorously. Just last month uh, against gigantic mountain of a man, Ron Bass Jr. Sent him home crying to mommy with a rolling DDT. Uh, Andy Liner, who do you yeah. got for this match? The champion or newcomer D'Lo Jordan? Yeah, first of all, uh, let me, let me uh, talk about D'Lo. Uh, who, he's got some very educated feet. Um, very good with his elbows and quick with his strikes. Um you know, did some uh, did some studying of film on him, and the dude can get it done. Like he's he's really really good. But I want to do something that I have not done before on this podcast, and that's apologize. I want to apologize to you, Jake Sterling. I called you a special teams player, and I'll tell you what from from the moment uh, that I said that and. You you went out, you you won the multiverse championship, you cashed in, and you've shown to be a, a fantastic champ. You've gone from special teams to being that uh starting linebacker, making tackles and plays all over the field. Um, and I am thoroughly impressed um with with everything that Jake has done. Jake's been a hell of a champ, and Jake is now as much as I don't like it, he's teamed up with a great manager that's going to just take him to the next level. And, you know, I hate, I hate that those guys are together. I really do, but I have to give him credit. Uh, I just, I, I think this is uh, Jake's title. Um, and like we said, we're, we're, we're hoping and wanting to see uh, hopefully Jake versus Leroy um, sometime soon. And that's the big money match. 
that we all want to see. So I'm going to take Jake for the win. And Jake, again, I apologize and congratulations on your glow up. Thanks, Adrian Liner. And of course, the uh, manager you were referring to, Robbie K., who, who came out at the end of We're Still Here to the, to the shock of everyone in the crowd. You already have a, a monster of a champion in Jake Sterling. And now when, when you sign up with Robbie K., you go all the way. And it's, you know, now you, you have a monster that is no longer directionless, laser focused by, by this new entity here. Tugboat, who do you, who do you got, for, who do you got for, uh, for this match? Is the champion retaining? Well, before I get into that, I got to say, Andy, don't apologize. Okay. Because, listen, he is a special teams man, but he's a great special teams man. Devin Hester, Mm. terrible wide receiver, but one of the greatest special teams players of all time. That's what what makes Jake Sterling so good Mm -hmm. is because – he that's his lane okay and like he that's why he's the champion don't be ashamed of that own it like you you don't have to, and not everybody has to be the goat tom brady you can be one of the great you can be the greatest and still be a special teams man so jake sterling for the w plus who the hell does delo jordan think he is coming into the grindhouse and thinking he can get a chat or a uh chance at the at the championship out of the gate it's a great point what is this what is this indeed bonesaw uh maybe you can illuminate uh this uh scenario here i mean there's a bit of presumption there i think yeah you cut you cut straight to the front of the line dealer jordan i don't know i think you're going to be paying paying heavily for your your desire to play cutsies here yeah. Um, it, yeah. Jake Sterling was already a force to be reckoned with, as we saw in his match with Ron Bass Jr. and his and winning the Multiversal Championship. Um, this guy was already scary as hell, and now you've put him with the focus in the direction of Robbie K. And he's going to take this already wonderfully sculpted piece of clay and just chisel it down even finer into a a murderous version of Michelangelo's David, if you will. Um, then put set his sights straight on the uh, on the rest of the GTW roster and, and tear him to pieces. Um, it's going to start with D'Lo Jordan, and uh, yeah, I think now now Andy, you and uh, Drew are going to have to watch out because he's going to be put a full body cast too. Call him Jake a special teamer. Always, always an insult. This <laughs> man is Robbie a, K. a soon to be Hall of Fame middle linebacker playing every snap. Okay, do you think he's not Robbie just he's K's... not just tackling on kickoffs? Do you think he set up this D'Lo match knowing that he didn't that'd want be, Jake to... That's the kind of thing you get when you have a great manager like Robbie K, true. someone who's going to set up his client to win matches. It's not about – he doesn't have to prove he's already holding the belt. He's already proven he's the best. Now he just needs to keep it as long as possible. Where his, now his accomplishments are measured in time, how long he's holding the belt, how, long, how many de- uh, challengers he's defeating. So let him – let him hold this belt as long as possible. Robbie K is going to make sure he does that. Think about the great ma- managers like uh, Mick- Mickey Goldsmith, Ro- mm-hmm. Rocky. He 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 kept him in championship wins. He it's over and over and over again. They were good fighters. They were yeah. They were all good fighters. You know, uh, none of them none of them were killing. None of them were killers like Clever Lang. It's no. you know what's the point of retiring if you you know are dead. Uh, you know, a, 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 
a ponderance that D'Lo Jordan won't have to worry about on account of he'll be dead because Jake Sterling is going to uh, dispatch him with ease and it's... Jake, Jake Sterling's going to tailor make him a coffin. Yeah, it is... Uh, it's... Uh, we we all love you here, D'Lo Jordan, but uh, you don't you don't stand a chance against against Jake Sterling. By the way, handsome Dan, phenomenal interview with Jake. I learned a lot um, in that that uh, those interviews that you're doing. Um, it kind of made me do a 180 on Jake. And of course, that podcast that you uh, mentioned can be found at jabroniuwrestling.com. Uh, on this very f- same thread you're listening to right now. Exactly. Scroll down just, a little further. Yeah, scroll, yeah. scroll down a little further. Scroll down, baby. Scroll down. Get Angels, Stable, Jake. Who's next? I don't know. I heard that like and subscribe button and rate five star. That episode's great, so you should click that one too. Oh, yeah. I mean. That's my favorite episode. Oh, I love I love that episode. It's uh, More people should listen to that episode. And more importantly, people should do what that episode tells them to do. Yeah. Good instruction, too. Now, when I said earlier that this whole night was main events, man, mm. is this a main event to ca- cap off all these main events. It transcends championship, and that is the grudge match that is going to happen. The street fight, the no-holds-barred match between Cody Berenger and, of all people in the world, The Cheese, a man mm. who should never have a grudge with anyone because... Man, it's everyone loves a cheese. Mm. Now, last month, we saw things go absolutely off the rails that we're still here. The, the whole what happened? The whole locker room had had to separate cheese and Behringer from murdering each other. Mm. And I've I've never I've never seen cheese that angry in my entire life. I like there's there's a hidden monster. Buried under that velvety layer of Velveeta. And my God, we're going to see it come out. And we got to, we got to do what we got to do, which is we got to, we got to predict what's going to happen. A train for the main event of the big payoff. You got the cheese or do you got Cody Berenger? All right. So you guys see the picture, right? Yeah. We know uh, we see it. The people listening don't because they're listening. Go to go to go to grind uh, official grind time at Instagram. Official see, grind see time picture, and uh, check out the poster of Cheese and Cody. Cheese always has the straps up in his pictures. For this one, the straps are down, baby. He is bearing his chest to the world. That oh, so means he's making a fashion decision. He's taking this serious is what that means. Mm. And it's a very good fashion decision at that because uh, he is looking mean and lean and he is looking a Gouda. Um, But yeah, cheese Cody. um, This is what everybody came to see. This is Andy's choice cut because this is going to be a fun match. Uh, Cody is has a new focus. Um, he's he's been on a bit of a until a squirrel coaster. runs by. Yeah, yeah, and that squirrel is Lilith. Um, but like when Cody sees it, he's going after it. You know what I'm saying? He has got to get that nut, and that nut is the cheese. 
So I that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do the math, but it does kind of make sense. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say here is I think the cheese gets it done. And the cheese stands alone. Alone. All right, tugboat. <laughs> You got you got the cheese for this. One. You got the cheese for this you, one too. Or you, you ever hear you ever hear of a callback? If there's a hellhound in the ring, you know who the loser is. Um, listen, the cheese. We all know his strikes. They're sharp. They're extra sharp, right? Like this guy is just shredded. He is he is a Gouda professional wrestler. And he is going to prove to the world that Cody Barringer's bite or his bark is way bigger than his bite. There you go. He's Can't just going to give him a, a little bop on the nose. He's going to squir- you know, give him a little tussle on his head and send him on his way. He's going to give him a cage. piece of cheese and he's just going to be like, uh, maybe put a little peanut butter on his nose and he's just trying to lick it off because he's confused. He doesn't know why why do I smell something and why do I see something but I can't taste it. It's so weird. <laughs> Hellhound, get out of here. Well, thank you for that, Tugboat. Spoken truly like a man who has no family, no children, and absolutely nothing to lose. Boatsaw, <laughs> who do you like for this match? The Hellhound have... Cody Berenger or the Cheese? I have well, a Andy I have a dog. That counts for something it's like yeah just like training wheels yeah yeah oh it's it's this dogs are the exact same as having kids 100 percent. and if you'd like to uh, adopt a new dog uh, from our from our poor deceased friend <laughs> drew kissler <laughs> hit us up in our instagram email at jabroni you he he's he's a really good boy he he didn't. He didn't deserve to lose his master the way he did. <laughs> but Bumsaw, <laughs> who do you got for this match? Well, Andy said it right. The cheese stands alone, and unfortunately, in this match, which is not played by normal wrestling rules, it might do well to have a friend or two with you. And Mister Berenger is going to have a little in his corner, and JT Mercer possibly lurking close by as well to lend another hand uh, and, and get his back. Um, the yeah, but Vice is gonna take out Mercer. Lilith's just gonna give a glance at me and fall down again. And oh, that's right, you're like the cheese. Yeah, cheese yeah. will be one on one with Cody. Well, I mean, look, the, the the cheese is a hell of a fighter. The, the furious fists of Baby Swiss, um, and he does have a mean streak in him that we started to see. I mean, these guys were ready to have a, a no holds barred last man standing match after their last match, and we almost got to it if the locker room hadn't come out and separated the two gentlemen. Um, but this is, this is Mr. Berenger's game, uh, getting down and dirty, no rules, uh, chaos, hell unleashed. Yeah. This, this is, this is where Mr. Berenger thrives. And I think the other factors of having the additional, uh, eyes behind him and uh, helping him out. I think that's definitely going to help too. Um, so watch out. Mr. Berenger's coming for you. He did the happy, happy dog. He did the happy, happy, happy dog. And of course, that orphaned happy, happy, happy dog. <laughs> Again, hit us, hit us up at Jabroni You in, in in the uh, slide into our DMs if you need to uh, if if you want to adopt a poor dog whose master was mercilessly taken away from him. <laughs> yeah. 
And okay, so th- this match, I'll I'll have to I have to compare it here. If if you'll remember when they went into the hyperbaric time chamber, Goku and Gohan made it. A oh, point- I thought you were talking about the match earlier. Okay, go on. <laughs> They 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 made it a point to to train in there, and Goku had the the brilliant idea of we need to be Super Saiyan all the time, so that you know th- those those vicious animal instincts are always right there on the surface, and we can control them, and we don't let it you know we don't let it control us. And then they come out and they're just Super Saiyan all the time. The the reason that I bring this up is that. That absolute meanness can come out of the cheese. I've seen it. I saw it in his eyes. I saw it for real. I, 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 and in in that vein, I I developed a whole new sense of respect for the cheese. But Cody Berenger is Super Saiyan all the time. Mm-hmm. He's he's always got that edge. He's always vicious, and. The, I just don't think the cheese is going to be able to tap into it the the way that Cody Berenger is going to, and in a in a no holds barred grudge match street fight, that is squarely going to go to Cody Berenger, in my opinion. Rabid dog with rabies. Rabid dog with rabies. And Drew with yeah, no, but and all, Drew with all you no need babies. to do is bring his squeaky toy, and then he's then he this viciousness goes away. And then you 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 pretend like you're gonna throw it, and he goes running in the other direction, even though it, it's still in your hand. You know, Drew, when we're when we're at the big payoff Saturday, July thirty first at the GTW Grindhouse, located at fifty six forty two Jason Lee Place. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little squeaky toy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down just just right in front of you, Drew. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take. I'm going to take the little squeaky toy. I'm going to set it right in front of you, Drew, right right at your spot at the announce table, and we'll we'll put that we'll put that to the test. Cody's not even listening anymore. Oh, you yeah. Uh, He's just looking around the room now. Yeah. Where'd that come from? It it's been it's been said that when someone decides that they've reached the end of their life, a uh calm and tranquility falls over them and they've never been happier than at that point listen i I give credit where credit's due when whenever i watch like planet earth or something and there's like animals on tv it's so cute to watch cody just look at the tv it's like he's watching tv like us Now I'm not going to help your dog get adopted because you're asking for all of this. He thinks he's people. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. Uh, I think I'm off the hook now, Cody. As, as a professional courtesy to everyone now, I am going to end this podcast because it's just going to put all of us in more danger. Just Can we just make it clear these are all Drew's opinions with a little bit of Andy's? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not involved. You're laughing the hardest. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know. Dan Daniel just laughed for like 30 he seconds. He, he did it away from the mic, though. So luckily, the decibel level didn't get that hot. <laughs> you know how you laugh when someone when someone gets punched in the face, you deserve it. And you just see the whole thing unfolding. That, that's, that's my laughter. I, I, I would be foolhardy in the extreme to laugh at Cody Berenger for any reason. Uh, like your you, boy falling down the mountain in hot rod. You, you mocking him with a squeak toy on the other hand. Well, it's, I, you know, you don't got to be able to tell the future to see that. All right. To check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet, tune into Biff Radio, be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop, and listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell with James and Andy, and draft pop culture with James... Andy and well, whoever they get to this replace Drew, yeah, whoever they yeah, get to replace out. Drew on our flagship show, the Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. To follow Grind Time Wrestling, again, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to the big payoff and all other future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at Eventbrite.com or get your tickets at gtwgrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20 at the door. They are extremely limited. You pay more at the door. So get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe. And press F to pay respects for the dealing and send party, us Drew Kistler. Yeah. And and that's that's the end of the road. We've reached final thoughts. Andy Liner, do you have any final thoughts? For yeah, I just big, want to put this out payoff. to everyone that we are accepting applications right now for a third podcast member uh, for the draft pod. If you like drafting pop culture and you're kind of funny um, or your name is Cody Berenger, uh, you know, we'll accept you. So I, yeah, uh, I, I always just assumed that you pay the iron price to be on on the draft podcast. So like if I wanted to be a permanent host. I, you know, I hit James with my car and then now I'm, and now it's the trap <laughs> podcast with, with, Cody, that's how I became with, a host with, with Andy, Cody and, <laughs> and Daniel. That is true. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary. Rest in peace, buddy. A train. Any final yes. thoughts either for this podcast and, or, you know, life. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think uh, the big thing that I'm focused on, uh, it's a, it's a card that's stacked. Did I, sorry, really? Did, did I did I say Andy? I th I thought I said Drew. I was looking at train. I, I okay, whatever. You you give me. I was gonna me, say yeah, I'm 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 the most focused mm -hmm. on who is going to take ownership of Titan Comics. All right, uh, something that I also anxiously await as well. Uh, Drew, any final thoughts? No, I think from top to bottom, this is <clears throat> this is aptly named the big payoff because, uh, you know, we're <clears throat> we've been waiting for a lot of this stuff to come to a head for a long time, and we're gonna get to see it, and hopefully, you guys join us and get to see it as well. And that's all I got. <laughs> I think I, I'm, you know, as as a friend, I'm going to recommend that you. 
you know, under normal circumstances, I'd never recommend this to anyone. But as a friend, I think you should talk to Daniel Starling and get hooked up with his uh, blood for eternal youth guy. Because, you know, you, you, <laughs> it's the only way you might come out of this alive. Drew has been drinking virgin blood for at least 18 years. <laughs> uh, you just open up your own wrist and have a little sip, sip, sip. Ah, got him. Bang, 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 bang. All right. <laughs> Bonesaw, any final thoughts? Yeah, join me on the uh, the After Show podcast. I'm going to break down how new CEO of Titan Comics, Darling Daniel Starling, is going to take his recently reclaimed multiversal championship and also become a two-time GTW Women's World Champion. I hate you. I, ha- I hate you, and I hate everything that you represent. <laughs> Sounds like a great podcast, though. I can't wait. You're all unbelievable son of a bitches. <laughs> well... We have reached the end here, gig. And remember, the big the big payoff is July 31st, uh, Saturday. That's at the GTW Grindhouse, located at 5642 Jason Lee Place in Sarasota, Florida, 34233. I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno, for A-Train Andy Liner, for the dearly departed Drew Kistler, for Bonesaw Ryan Rudnick. It's not your time, it's ours. Take her easy. Take her easy.